Island Church in Galveston, Texas, welcomes you to our podcast. Be encouraged by Pastor Rusty Martin as he teaches the Word of God. I was going through these different Gospels. And let me say this about the Gospels. First of all, understand that the Lord Jesus Christ walked on the earth in physical form, anointed by the Holy Ghost. Acts 10, 38 says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost in power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Amen? Now, these manifestations that we see in the Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and then subsequently also into the book of Acts, are not strange and unusual. We have an entire old covenant full of signs, wonders, and miracles. Not only healing, but all, all kinds of uh, uh, miracles of provision, miracles of protection, uh, miracles of revelation that they got. I mean, that, the, the, the whole uh, uh, experience, the right experience, the true experience between God and man has always been supernatural. Always been supernatural. Now, according to Hebrews chapter 1 and other scriptures I could quote, Jesus was and is and forever will be God speaking or communicating to us. What is God like? See Jesus in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and you will see God. Jesus himself qualified that by saying, the words that I say and the works that I do, they're not my own, they're my Father's. Amen? So if you want to understand or, or know how, how God does things or what God looks like or what His compassion is like or what His mercy is like, the only thing I could find in the Gospels that Jesus does not tolerate is religion. And when I say religion, I mean the political style of religion that entwines itself within the world system and becomes corrupt. That really angered him. I believe God has emotions. I believe God has a temperament. Amen. I think I made him mad a few times. You say, why? He let me know it. He didn't chop off a leg or, or, you know, take all my money away. But I knew in my heart, my heart was grieved till I got it right. I'll get a better amen than that. Now, I want to read, first of all, I made a, I just scribbled them down real quick because we'd been praying. And by the way, uh, Pam went home. Amen. And uh, I think they said maybe just a little, uh, no heavy lifting or something. But praise God, they turned her loose. It could have been very dire and... Glory to God. That really makes me happy. Hallelujah. I don't like the devil picking on people. Matthew chapter 8. Now, this is familiar. Beginning in verse 14. Now, listen to this. This is so cool. I'm reading it in my Passion Bible. Then Jesus went to Peter's home and found Peter's mother-in-law uh, bedridden, severely ill with a fever. The moment Jesus touched her hand... She was healed. Immediately she got up and began to make dinner for them. Now listen, I, li I love this part. That evening, the people brought to him many who were demonized. And Jesus, and by Jesus only speaking a word of healing over them, they were totally set free from their torment. One word set them free. You say, well, you know, I wish Jesus would speak like that today. He is. You just got to have your ear tuned to hear it. Then it says this. Setting them free of their torment, and everyone who was sick received their healing. Hmm. Let me try that again. And everyone who was sick received their healing. And everyone who was sick received their healing. Amen. And everyone who was sick. Now, uh, Matthew chapter 15, verse 29. Chapter 15, verse 29. After leaving Lebanon, you know, he was busy. I think we ought to be busy about the master's business. Amen. 
After leaving Lebanon, Jesus went to Lake Galilee and climbed a hill nearby and sat down. Then huge crowds of people streamed up the hill, bringing with them the lame, the blind, the deformed, and the mute. And many others in need of healing, they laid them at Jesus' feet, and he healed them all. Amen. Now, I'm not going re to rehearse the testimony again. I think we, we, we talked about it a, a couple of services ago, maybe a month ago. I don't remember. But we talked about that wonderful miracle that happened in the A.A. A. Allen meeting in which R.W. Schambach witnessed of the, of the child being healed that had just, it was just phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. We'll try and find, maybe we'll try to find, I know that that's on uh, TBN. It was on, Brother Shambach gave that testimony on TBN. But when we were having dinner with him, we wanted it from the horse's mouth, so to speak. Amen. But this is something, I, and I've not told this every time I tell this, but uh, uh, Brother Shambach, remember he said this. He said that night, as that child was healed, he said the glory of God hit that tent. He said there was a wheelchair section, and he says every person, he said there was about 25 or 30 in the wheelchair section, and he says every one of them, like a master sergeant giving them the, the command, attention, stood up out of the wheelchairs, every person. He said on the other side of the tent was a huge area they had roped off, and the ambulances had brought about 50 to 60 people on stretchers. He said immediately every person on the stretcher stood straight up as if they'd been commanded in some type of military situation. He said the glory of God began to move. People began to take off hearing aids. They began to throw canes in the aisle. He said every person in that tent that sat about 10,000 people was healed. And then a prophecy went forth and said in the last days before Jesus returns to this earth, there will be service after service after service in which every person in the place gets healed. Well, I, I kind of think like this. Number one, I believe that was God. I said, I believe that. I don't believe, I don't believe A.A. Allen was lying. I don't believe Brother Shambach was lying. I don't believe that testimony's been rehearsed down through, the, down through the decades. I believe it was God in manifestation showing us this is what God looks like. Well, why doesn't he do that all the time? How do you know he doesn't? That's always been my contention. What if they don't get healed? What if they do? We just keep on down that path. We keep pushing down that path because if we are true imprints and if we are true reproductions of our Heavenly Father, then we should look like, act like, do the works of the Lord Jesus Christ and not only be totally healed in our midst, but everywhere we go, we bring God's healing power. Amen. The earth is doing what it wants to do right now. It wants to bring all of its medicines. And no matter what side you're on, they've got medicines on this side, medicines on that side, blue medicines, red medicines, green medicines, liquid medicines, medicines you breathe, medicines you do that. They're wanting you to take all of that. I tell you with the same effort, you could be taking the Word of God and believing God and rise up above all of this. We're not against medicine. We're for Jesus. Amen. Listen. I believe that God moves on these men that make these translations of the Word of God. You know, always remember there are difference between a paraphrase and a translation. A translation is something that's come from the original text. So I love it when they, when they kind of rearrange words and amplify words and give greater meaning to that which God is saying. I believe God's doing that in the last days. So what are we getting? We're getting more Word. We're getting more Word. We're getting more Word. Listen, you ought to be healed just by sitting under the teaching of the Word of God right here. I tell you, the teaching that comes forth, I don't ring my own bell. I'm more surprised and amazed at it than you are. <laughs> Amen? I mean, when all these preachers get up here and tell you, man, you're sitting under the sun. I, I, I'm like, don't be saying that. Don't be telling these people that. But that's the way people see things and hear things. And it's not me. It has nothing to do with me. It is the gift of God. All I am is a willing participant with what God is doing. And I'm telling you, God is saying some things. And we may just have a few dozen people gathered here tonight, but it's going out over that internet and it's resonating like a rock going into the water all throughout this area and all throughout the world. Just because it doesn't look like it did 30 years ago, 20 years ago, doesn't mean we ain't having more impact than they used to. You say, what do you mean by that? God has a way of getting the message out. And right now, he is magnifying the word that Jesus is a healer. Jesus is a restorer of the breach. Jesus can touch your body. Jesus can set you free. 
no matter what the enemy tries to do to you. Amen? Amen. Read this again. I love this. After leaving Lebanon, Jesus went to Lake Galilee. He climbed a hill nearby and sat down. Then huge crowds of people streamed up the hill, bringing with them, bringing with them the lame, the blind, the deformed, the mute, and many others in need of healing. And they laid them at the feet of Jesus. And he healed them all. And the crowds marveled with rapture and amazement, astounded over the things that they witnessed, that were witnessing with their own eyes. The lame were walking, the mute were speaking, the cripples were made whole and well, and the blind could see. For three days, everyone celebrated the miracles as they exalted and praised the God of Israel. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Why should we expect any less? Why should we expect any different? God said he would confirm the word with signs following. Your word, your life healed, your body healed, your life healed is a confirmation of the word of God. Don't you think God wants to confirm his word? Don't you think he wants to show the whole world? I keep my word. I am not a liar. There's no lie in me. What I say is true and truth. Look at my children. Look at my people. Glowing with life. Full of vision. Ready to go out and face whatever the devil throws at them. Amen. Amen. That's exactly what God wants us to be. And exactly how God wants us to act. Israel remained healed and healthy in the will of God. When they were moving with God and flowing with God, whether coming out of Egypt, the Bible says he brought them out and there wasn't one feeble one, feeble one among them. He so anointed that, that, that two million and something people that their shoes did not wear out. Their clothes did not fray. Thank God. They got up every morning and food was on the ground. The name of it was what is it or what it is. You say, what do you mean? It means whatever you wanted it to be, when you picked it up and closed your eyes, that's what it became in your mouth. You wanted a hot dog, you wanted a chili dog, it was a hot dog or a chili dog. You wanted eggs and bacon, it was eggs and bacon. You wanted hot oatmeal with raisins on it and hot butter, I guarantee you it was what it is. That's your God. I said, that's your God. That's your heavenly Father. That's the one that loved you and redeemed you, and you are as saved as you are healed. Everybody say, I'm going home healed tonight. (laughs) Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Lord. So I thought, I thought, well, you know, I'm going to start going through the Gospels here real quick because sometimes I'll get an idea and I'll think, okay, Lord, you want me to preach this way or that way? And most of the times I I don't make notes or anything. I just just take off. Then I had this idea and I thought, I want to go through because I know all of the miracles that are in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, some 19 recorded, but they're all, they're all shown in kind of a different, from a different angle. Amen? That's one of the, if people say, well, the Bible, Bible refutes itself. No, it does not. The Bible is not, a, not an encyclopedia or a dictionary or a novel or a history book. The Bible is the Word of Almighty God. So I, I made it through about three pages. I went, oh, my goodness. Matthew 8, verse 1 through 3, a leper came to Jesus. And he said, I know you can heal me if you want to. That's an important scripture because a lot of people that, that, that refute healing and the doctrine of healing in the Bible talk about the sovereignty of God and the will of God and how there cannot be this, this universal will of God to heal everybody. Well, why not? There's a universal will of God to save everybody. And in reality, salvation is healing, preservation, soundness, safety, and deliverance. So it is the will of God for him to bring you out of the world and not no feebleness among us. That's his will. So when he asked that question of Jesus, Jesus said this, I will. One translation says this, emphatically without question, I would love to do it. That's why he came. That's, that, that's why he came. Uh, the same chapter. Verses 5 through 10. Now the centurion came to him. Now this is healing by proxy. Well, I, I, don't, I wouldn't want to go up there and get 
prayed for someone else. Why not? We see it in the Word of God. Not only with a centurion, with a Syrophoenician woman. There were others that came to Jesus on behalf of their loved ones. What about Jairus? The Bible says his daughter was at the point of death when he left the house. You don't leave the house when your daughter's at the point of death unless you know that you know that you know you've got an answer. That's why he went to Jesus. Amen. So here's the centurion. Now listen, listen to this. An understanding of authority got his servant healed. Wasn't his servant's faith. Wasn't, wasn't his servant's knowledge of the word of God. But, but this centurion had a knock. He said, now listen. Jesus said, I'll come to your house. He said, no, 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 no. Don't come to my house. I'm not worthy you come to my house. And what you do, if you'll send the word. I bet Jesus went, oh boy, here we go. Got one of them word people. Got one of them word people, Amen. Just send the word and my my servant shall be healed. And Jesus marveled at his faith, the Bible said. And he said, the the, the centurion said, I have have men over me. I have men under me. There are those that I tell to go do things and they do it. And when Jesus saw that this man had an understanding or faith in the structure of authority, he was able to send down that understanding of that man a delivering power to his servant and his servant got supernaturally healed by a revelation of another man. Pray for your loved ones. Pray for your neighbors. Speak the word of God over them. Pray for your children. Speak the word of God over them. You say, you can get miracles through proxy. Who? glory to God. We read this earlier, chapter, uh, verse, same chapter, verse 14 through 17. The touch of Jesus heals Peter's mother-in-law. Now, how did all those other people get to end up getting to that house? Because they heard Jesus went there. They knew that mother-in-law was sick. She got healed. She's up fixing dinner. Everybody says, he's in there doing miracles. He's in there doing miracles. So everybody say, the touch of Jesus. The touch of Jesus, literally. Listen, I'm showing you. Uh, here was my thought. I'm going to show everybody all the ways. And I thought maybe there's, you know, 10 or 11. There's so many ways to get healed. It's ridiculous. You can stumble over your feet into healing. Your problem is not accessing information that gets you healed. Your problem is the unbelief that keeps you from believing it. And the only cure for that unbelief is more and more and more and more of that word, more and more of the reality of that word going into your spirit so that unbelief loses its hold on your mind and your spirit man opens up and says, be it unto me according to thy word. Matthew chapter 9 verses 1 through 8, a paraplegic man was healed through forgiveness. Oh, Pastor, I don't know why I've been so sick. What have you been doing? What have you been watching? Getting quiet in here now. What have you been listening to? Did you know the thing that medical science has determined one of the greatest triggering factors of all disease is stress? And did you know there's so much stress in the earth right now? God does not want you to live in stress. God wants you to live free from stress. He wants you to have liberty. He don't want you to worry. You say, Pastor, looks like the world's coming to the end. Not your world. <laughs> your world's just beginning. I said, your world's just beginning. If you've got sin in your life, get it out of your life. It will heal you physically. I said it will heal you physically. I don't know how many people, when I first came back to the Lord, I'd abused my body for years, but I had several people walk up to me and I'd be at the altar praying or I'd be, so one time I was ministering and ministering and another minister came behind me and said, God, he said, stop right there, stop right there. And he laid hands, he said, now God's doing a miracle in some of your organs right now. You messed up some of your organs, but God's rearranging them and he's cleansing them and he's giving you a miracle right now. That's 30 something years ago. Amen. Get the sin out of your life. You'll live healed. Amen. <laughs> then, I got, then I got to Matthew 9, verses 18 through 26, ran into the woman with the issue of blood. She's always hanging around somewhere. Amen. And there she was right in the middle of the story of Jairus. And there's Jairus leaving his home. Daughter's at the point of death. Here's this, this rabbi we just can't figure out. But we know this. God's power is in his hands. God's anointing is in his words. 
Everywhere he goes, people get set free. The blind see, the mute speak, the lepers are cleansed. So brother, he's going to the only place he knows to get an answer. And as he goes, and as Jesus begins to proceed toward his house, a woman with faith comes and grabs a hold of the hem of the garment of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I know there's people that's the God, they get so hung up on the hymn. People, they sew these robes with these things. and th- Listen, we're not going to do that. I don't wear robes. And neither should you. Because it's, the point is, it's by faith. And so Jesus used it as what? As he always did. He's so cool. That's why I ought to hang around with him. He didn't just let the event happen and walk on down the street. That's what I would do. I'd, I went to meetings for years and I'd come home and they'd say, how was your meeting? I'd say, it was good. I'd turn around and walk off. <laughs> then she'd travel back to, with me to the church and these people would just say, this happened and that happened. And she'd say, why didn't you ever tell me that? Well, one of the reasons is because I didn't do any of it. Amen. But Jesus gets the glory and Jesus gets the honor. And listen, he used that moment in time to give a simple truth. You said, what is that simple truth? You as an individual being on this planet can initiate God's healing power by what you say. And with what you say, you can get courage to do what you need to do to receive what you said. Did you get that? And I tell you, I bet it was a desperate journey. I bet the rocks on the road were sharp. I bet the heat was hot. I bet the crowd was thick. But that woman got to the hem of that garment. Her faith wasn't in that garment. Her faith was in Jesus. And the Bible says she immediately felt in her body. She was healed of that. Boy, if anybody knew know what she would. And then Jesus beautifully illustrated the will of the Father for mankind and not just leaving her healed as he did many times with people that he touched physically. He called her out of the crowd. Nervously she came, Bible says, and told him all the truth. And he said this. He said, woman, thy faith has made thee whole. Now, this is interesting because this was an opportunity for the Holy Ghost who inspired every writer of the Gospels to say something else. Something as true and simple as this happened because I'm anointed by the Holy Ghost. That would have been true in line with with what happened in Matthew chapter 3. His anointing, baptism of John, didn't say that. He emphasized what she used. Woman, your faith. Go in peace. Your faith has made you whole. And all of the other ailments and the destructive ability of the disease that had whittled her life away for 12 years was instantly stopped and restoration was begun. He called her daughter, healing her spiritually. Daughter. You don't call them daughter. They're the the servants of God. Sons of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But when Jesus looked her in the eyes and said, Daughter, I'm telling you, 12 years of spiritual turmoil was erased. Go in peace. What was probably wrong with her mind? Every month, every week, she was told, you're not getting any better. You're getting worse. Pay your bill. Until she didn't have any money left. Can you imagine what that would do with your mind? I guarantee you, with one one word from the master, all of that pain was removed. Then he said this, thy faith has made thee whole. The word whole means all of the assembly of parts put back together the way they were not before you had the problem the way they were before man fell in the garden so that began her financial restitution I can see her turning and the crowd dispersing and as she turns money starts getting thrown at her feet listen I'm a believer not a doubter amen well that's your just that's your fantasy that's your imagination well that's all right. I believe God's that good. I said, I believe God's that good. I said, I believe God's that good. Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Unclean disease for 12 years. 
God not only healed her of the disease, but removed the effects of 12 years off of her life. The greatest disease man can have is a blood disease. The Bible says life is in the blood. The blood diseases that afflict mankind are many. But the worst blood disease that mankind has is the blood of his father. Going all the way back to creation. Because that blood is tainted with death. Separation from God. That's why Jesus had to come. And he had to shed his blood. That's why Hebrews 9 says, not by the blood of bulls and goats, but by his own blood. He entered once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Woo, glory to God. Mm. Blood for blood. The Bible says the blood cries out. The blood of, of, of Abel cries out from the crime that was committed to him. I believe the blood of many of the innocent of the earth cries out today. And the only answer for that is the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the only answer for the tainted blood of humanity is the blood of Jesus. In which when you accept him, you receive salvation. And if they could look at the DNA of your blood and gauge it spiritually, because they can do so much. They can see what diseases may be lurking in your body. They may see how vitamins or, or medicine may be uh, being distributed in your, uh, distributed in your body. Uh, they can judge how much oxygen is in your blood. They can judge all these different things. Well, if they had one little machine that could show the spiritual blip of the blood. When you come home born again, that blip's going in another direction because you've got a different DNA in the blood now. And now the blood of your heavenly Father's flowing in your veins. Amen? The Bible says it's Jesus Christ in that great prayer in Ephesians chapter 1. He says he filleth the body full of himself. No, that's in Ephesians 3. Full of himself. He filleth the body. He is the head. He filleth. The body is full of healing full of joy full of see we many times see these great reservoirs of the blessing of God it's either far off we're trying to pull them in oh come on everybody pull when they're not the word is nigh you the reservoirs are here they're deposited on the inside of us the rivers of God are flowing all we have to do is receive lift your hands Worship God. If you believe in God for healing, stand right now. Begin to rejoice in thanking that you are the healed of God. That His expression of love towards you, His expression of love towards you is your body being healed and whole in Jesus' name. His expression of love towards you was salvation that set you free from the bondage of sin and oppression and broke the devil's power over your life. It's his love gift to his people. And they were all healed. I said they were all healed. I said they were all healed. And gave glory to God and magnified. We worship you, Lord God. You are Jehovah Rapha. You are the healer and health of our bodies. We glorify your name. We exalt you, Lord God. We exalt you, Lord. Now, times like this, what an anointing. There's such a powerful healing anointing here. Let's make our confession of faith. Let's charge this atmosphere with the Word of God. Amen? Amen. It's that Word. Where is it there? Proverbs chapter 4. Attend to my word, incline thine ears unto my saying. Let it not depart from thy eyes. Keep it in the midst of my heart, for it is life to those that find it. It is life to those that find it. It is health to all their flesh. Listen, if you've got symptoms in your body, if you've been diagnosed 25, 30, 40 years ago, close your eyes, lay your hands on your heart. You speak these words after me. You don't receive them as the words of a pastor or a man. You receive them as the word of God. And as they come out of your mouth, power 
Power, power is released on the inside of you. Undoing that which the enemy has wrought. Healing that which is damaged and hurt. Heavenly Father, I thank you. Your son Jesus bore upon his back a horrible, torturous event purchasing healing for my body. Therefore, I declare, Jesus, you were wounded for my transgression. You were bruised for my iniquity. The chastisement of my peace was upon you. By your stripes, I am, I am the healed of God. Thank you, Father. You've blessed my bread, my water. You've taken all sickness, all symptoms from the midst of me. Bless the Lord, O oh, my soul, all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh, my soul. Forget not, forget not his benefits. He forgiveth all iniquity, healeth all disease, redeems my life from destruction, crowns me with loving kindness and tender mercy. My youth, my youth is renewed like the eagles. Thank you, Jesus. You said in Matthew, you'd never leave me. You'd never forsake me. You'd be with me always, even until the end of the age. Thank you, Lord, for last day's grace, for last day's healing, for last day's mercy, for medical grace in these last days. Thank you, Heavenly Father. You've not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, a sound mind. Thank you, Father. No evil befalls me. No plague, no plague comes nigh my dwelling place. Angels, angels have charge over me. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I've been delivered from the power of darkness, translated into the kingdom of his dear son. Thank you, Father. Oh, the law, the law of the spirit of life in Christ makes me free, makes me free from the law of sin and death. Oh, and the same spirit, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. It abides, it lives, it dwells in me. It quickens, it makes alive my mortal body. Thank you, Father, in my blood, in my bones, in my marrow, in my glands, in my organs. I am the healed of God. Devil, I will not submit to your oppression. It is broken. It is broken in the name of Jesus. I believe I receive from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet the healing power of God activated by faith through confession going down to the very molecular level, rearranging, healing, energizing my body with resurrection power. I believe it. I receive it. It's mine. Now rejoice. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. My, my, my. Whew. You can be seated. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, I could, I could feel it. I said, I can feel it. I mean, I walk by faith. 99% of the times, I don't feel anything. But I can feel it. Oh, I can feel it working. I said, I can feel it working. I can feel it working. I said, I can feel it working. Glory to God. Expect the signs and wonders and the miraculous. Expect it. Oh, we could go through a, through a litany of testimonies in our ministry and other wonderful ministries, just in people's lives. But oh, it's what God's doing right now. In the now and now, he's healing bodies. He's driving out oppression, sickness, and disease. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, it's working in us. It's working in us. It's working in us. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Mm, mm, mm. Thank you, Father. Hand me my water right there. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Oh, oh, Sapakanda. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Whew, glory to God. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. If you have a message in tongues, raise your hand. Let me look around. Praise God. Brother Rob, give that out. Now fear not. Do not walk in fear. There is much being said, but there's only that which you hear that will affect you. Make your decision. I will walk in the light of the word. I will allow his precepts to activate and energize healing in my body. Just as I've walked in the power of salvation, I'll walk in God's healing power. Unafraid, undaunted by that which is coming upon the earth. For all the days ahead carry elements of darkness beyond imagination. But you are the light of the world. And you do shine forth that which is the image of the Father. So be confident there is grace for this day. There is grace for this hour. And my healing power is working in you as a shield and a deliverer to keep you as you stand in faith and resist that which coming upon the earth and to deliver you from any encroachment of the enemy in which he would try to illegally attack your body. For you are mine and I know what the enemy is doing in all of its fullness and all the details of how he plans to bring it forth. But I also know that the information of light and life in your heart will keep you safe throughout these days and deliver you into heaven's glory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, that's a good word. I said, that's a good word. I said, that's a good word. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, yes, now I'll do that. Thank you, Lord. This is for all of us. I used to say, this. I don't know who this is for, but this is for all of us. Spirit of God spoke to me, said, read this quickly, and then we'll receive communion. The hot dogs can wait. Amen. Didn't get any amens on that. This is for us. Isaiah 41, verse 10. Fear not. Fear thou not. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Behold, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing, and they that strive with thee shall perish. Thou shalt seek them and shall not find them. Even them that contend with thee, that war against thee, they shall be as nothing and a thing of naught. <laughs> For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. Oh, glory to God. I said glory to God. I said glory to God. Now we've gathered tonight to celebrate an event in which time has not eroded. Isn't that amazing? We're, gonna, we're fixing to do something in, in ritual tradition.
that our God puts his hand and stamp of approval upon. One of the two ordinances of the church receiving of holy communion. Holy communion. This is an excellent time. If there's anything in your life between you and God to get it right. This is an excellent time to make vows in your heart of that which you're going to stand in faith for in the future and not give up until you possess it in your life. This is an excellent time to reaffirm God's healing power in your body and that as you celebrate communion, both the broken body and blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, you're celebrating the reality that He had purchased your healing and that healing is not something you're trying to grasp. It is something you own and something that is part of who you are. You are the healed of God. It is literally a shield around you which tells the devil, hands off, I don't belong to you. I'm God's property. And if you do anything to me or try to harass me in any way, you're in for a fight. And I'll get everyone I know in on that fight. And we'll stand in victory and see you, see your defeat demonstrated in our midst. Can I get a better amen than that? And last but not least, this is my inspiration to live, to live right and holy in the last of the last days. To leave my heart untainted. To be free from offense. To make decisions. To walk in the love of God in these last days and be a servant of the Lord. Available at any time to be His mouthpiece or His hands extended. Extended supernaturally. To minister unto people, see them set free, delivered touched by the power of God or to, or to even minister naturally and to bring help, healing and restoration to anyone that would need it around me. Communion secures these realities in our lives. 1 Corinthians chapter 11. The Apostle Paul gaining revelation from God himself. I think he rehearsed many different incidents in his life in which there could have been a supernatural uh, impartation of information from God. We know he was caught up, the Bible says, into the third heaven. That must have been awesome. We know he, he got other uh, revelations through visions, through supernatural uh, uh, communication with God. And the same is true of this. I don't know which one of it it may have been, but it was one of them that he received supernaturally. God spoke to him, laid this out, which I, I find amazing because God did not use someone who was there in which there were 11 or maybe even more available. But see, God wanted to show us that he, they were not an exclusive club. Amen. One thing will make them unique. They are the apostles of the Lamb, the one that walked and talked and ministered unto him when he was on the earth. That will cause them to receive a, a reward different from ours, but that's okay. God chose them to be there. He chose you to be here. Your reward will be just as great. Amen. Glory to God. Isn't it amazing how when you begin to talk about spiritual things that are true and real, you begin to feel cleansed. Jesus said, now you are cleansed by the words that I've spoken. Not my words, my goodness, my words couldn't clean nothing. But oh, the Word of God can cleanse you. Make you feel, make you feel holy. I know we don't believe and go by feelings, but it's good when you have them. Amen. Now here, first of all, if you will, on the top part of your little thing here, you can pull back the tab carefully, if you will. Take the bread out. Verse 23 of 1 Corinthians 11 reads this way, For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night which was betrayed, took bread. When he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do ye in remembrance of me. Hold the bread in your hand, if you will. Heavenly Father, Lord, as we remember what you've done for us in Christ Jesus, so we hold this material piece of flour and water in our hands. Your word said it is a rep representation of the body of the Lord Jesus Christ, which was broken for us. We know his body did many things in securing our victory. It was broken for our deliverance from Satan, 
For this reason was the Son of God manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. He allowed his body to be broken so that he might destroy the works of the devil. And now today we can live delivered from those works. Father, as always, with great reverence and great honor and in a holy atmosphere of only that which your blood can cleanse, we break the bread and receive it in Jesus' name. says in verse 25 after the same manner also he took the cup so you can take the cup if you will and carefully not to spill any on yourself or your neighbor pull that tab off the top there we go and when he had subbed saying this cup is the new testament of my blood this do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. This is the reality of the great blood transfusion. That is redemption. Everything about redemption was a great exchange. He took our iniquity so that we could have his righteousness. He took our sins so that we could have his cleansing. He took our sickness so that we could be healed. Amen. He took the curse so that we could have his blessing. The Bible says in Proverbs 26, the curse causeless shall not come. And because of the blood of Jesus, if you really understand it and understand its power in your life, there's no reason the curse should be in your life. If it's there it's for a cause, but Jesus bore that cause in his life and shed his blood, then offered his blood so that you would not have to bear the curse. The great exchange. Lord Jesus, we love you so much. Our yearning hearts, we sense your quick return. Returning for the church in your glory. Doing that which only you can do. And proving once and for all that you are Lord Supreme by the blood which you shed. Tonight in great honor of you, Lord Jesus, our Lord, our Savior, our strength, our Redeemer, our Healer, and our soon coming King, we partake of the cup in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord God. Now lift your hands and worship him. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lift your hands and worship God. Now right now in this beautiful atmosphere, if there's anything wrong with you physically, just thank God that you're healed. Don't, don't, you know, don't strain, don't stress, don't, no, just, just rest in the knowledge. Just rest. Faith brings rest. Just rest in the knowledge that I'm cleansed by the blood. I'm healed by the stripes on his back. And I've always kind of done this in my own heart, in my spirit. I've always told Jesus, what you did for me, you did not do in vain. What you did for me, you did not do in vain. Greater than the manifestation of what you did produces in my life is the fact that you did it. So I thank you that I'm healed. I thank you that I'm saved. I thank you that I'm delivered from the bondage of the devil. I thank you that Jesus is my Lord and heaven is my home. I thank you, Heavenly Father, that I'm a part of a local church. I thank you, Father, I'm part of an international move of God around the world. I thank you, Lord God, that I'm unashamed to give, empowered to proclaim, expectant for demonstration, and always, Lord, looking for a way to love you greater and obey your commandments. Spirit of God, you are our helper. You are our comforter, our intercessor. You 
You're our strengthener, our standby, and our advocate. And we thank you that you live in us, producing the glory of God in our lives. In Jesus' name, and everyone says, Amen. Amen. You know what's unusual? You know, we've said this for years, and, and uh, I mean, we're starting to, to see the reality of it because I think we think sometimes we have, you know, when it comes to the future, we think, have things figured out, but then they start to play out and you figure, oh, wow, you know, that, so that's the way that's going to happen or that's the way this is going to happen. I mean, it's, it's, it's great to walk with God. Amen? Amen? So recognize and realize as we've proclaimed ever since we've been in church, you know, that in the last days, you know, the world financially will just be being destroyed, but there'll be prosperity in the church. And we've talked about, you know, there'll be so many, so much sickness and disease in the world, but there'll be healing in the church. A lot of people just think that's automatic. No, it's because we press into that. Amen? I mean, there's a great move to shut down churches all over the world, and a lot of them are being shut down. And basically, the world system wants you to line up with their medical mandate in order to just have church. But the problem we have with that is we've got a greater covenant than any covenant that we have with any government on the earth. And we have to decide whether we're going to walk with God or walk with man. And in the midst of it all, God will give us courage and strength to obey Him. Things may, things may get real abstract, but here in the midst of all of that, that's when the supernatural works the greatest. When you run up against an impossibility and God gives you a miracle. And sure, there may be greater opportunities for miracles in the days ahead, but thank God for them. And also, that which our faith is appropriating through the laws of God, seed time and harvest. Glory to God. Seed God good. Thank you for listening to Island Church's podcast. To find out more information about Island Church in Galveston, Texas, visit our website at islandchurchgalveston.com. Hallelujah, Jesus.